Welcome back to a new season of The Brewery Show. Yes, we are back, and we're starting off in the heart of New York where we're based in at Bronx Brewery. Let's go inside and see what's going on. My name is Chris Gallant and I am the general manager and co-founder of The Bronx Brewery. We started making beer in 2011. Uh, we opened this new brewery here in 2014 and we're on 136th Street. My name is Damian Brown. I'm one of the founders and the head brewer here. Started brewing when I was living in Nashville a uh, year after college. My roommate and I had a big garden in our backyard and our garden store happened to be a homebrew store. So just on a whim we bought a homebrew kit and fell in love from there. I moved back to the DC area, which is more or less a home for me, and uh, took a, a, what started out as an internship, unpaid internship, and then an assistant brewer position, and eventually was running the brewery uh, in Northern Virginia. Did that for a couple years, decided to go back to school, and uh, went to University of California, Davis, for a master brewer's program. And then after finishing that program, moved to New York. So Damien and I got together in 2010. He actually went to school with my wife in undergrad. The two of us really wanted to start a brewery in our hometown and uh, you know, found a place in the Bronx and both had a very similar concept about what we really appreciated about beer, not just from a stylistic point, but you know, what, what beer makes you feel, how beer brings people together, how we like to drink beer. And uh, with that really similar mentality, we set out to open the Bronx Brewery. Sold our first keg in September 2011 and brewed our first brew here in September of 2014. A three-year journey of borrowing brew house space at different people's breweries, self-distributed for a while. It felt great, but it was, you know, sort of, we patted ourselves on the back the first day and then it was, you know, on to the next challenge. Think about New York City and where stuff is made. You don't make stuff in Manhattan and you don't make stuff in Brooklyn very much anymore. And I think the Bronx is, is really home to where things are made in New York City. And I think the brewery fit really well here. I think New York's an exciting place to do anything, right? It's where people go to challenge themselves and, and, and test themselves. So that was a, a big draw for me coming out of Brewing Science School. As far as the Bronx goes specifically, I mean, there's a rich tradition of brewing here. Um, the last brewery actually closed in the mid-60s. So for us, it was important to bring back this tradition. It's been a great home for us. It's full of great people, uh, really hardworking people, and it's uh, been a really supportive community. The brewery itself is about 10,000 square feet and we have about 5,000 square feet outside which we use a, a backyard tasting room in the summer. The building itself started out as an ironworks company. It was actually the showroom for an ironworks company based out of Ohio. And so they would bring in all of the iron uh, off the train tracks, which you can see on uh, the big beams coming through the back of the building right there, which were very helpful in setting up the brewery as well and operating tanks. It then turned into a, a lace factory called Banner Lace. Uh, we actually found a whole bunch of doilies around the brewery when we started building it out. 
uh, and then a few other small tenants and we moved in. All the brewing equipment at least is all purchased from DME, a company up in Canada that really specializes in small brew houses. Uh, this right here is a 20 barrel brew house. Um, does a great job. We've actually bought a few more tanks from them since we started. We bought the scanning line and we've been happy with it. So we, uh, we can all of our beer here. We do some brewing at a partner facility called Schmaltz. Uh, up in Clifton Park. But we've been bringing the beer down here to can. We're looking to get a canning line installed there as well. We think it's a better fit for the product. I think it's a better packaging solution. We want to make the best pale ales that we can. We want to be known as a, you know, a pale ale company here on the East Coast. So uh, you'll see us continue to make pale ales. We're going to be broadening the range of beers that we offer a bit. We really believe in being an inch wide and a mile deep and doing one thing very well. And so we focus on really trying to perfect one style. And it's, it's a broad style, so you can do a lot of things in it. But we really focus almost all of our beer production on that one style of beer. Why do pale ales? That, that's pretty easy. It's what Damien and I like to drink. The, the key that I try to bring to every recipe is balance. I would like to think that's a hallmark of our beers, um, and that's why we focus on pale ales in particular, I think. You know, we use a, a pretty wide range of raw materials, but the singular focus is on always incorporating this notion of balance. So right now we've got a uh, portfolio of four year round beers. So we've got our flagship American pale ale, we've got a rye pale ale, we've got a Belgian pale ale and a session IPA. In the seasonals we try to do something interesting really to match the season every year. And so with the summer we put lemon peel in it. Uh, with the winter we put cinnamon and cloves uh, and molasses in it. And so it really gets you the feeling of that season. The spring beer that we just launched is uh, spring pale ale. We brew that with brown rice, two different types of black teas and uh, Egyptian chamomile. So it's really bright, really crisp. Um, it's, it's just a great beer. We're doing a new fall beer this year, which we're gonna be doing with cranberries. And then we have our B-side tier, which is a new release every two months, some of which we'll continue to make year after year, some of which we'll rotate through. And I like the B-side of a record where we break from the norm and do something different. And so you'll see some beers in there, like our current B-side beer uh, is a coffee milk stout. And so things that are very different than the pale ale. And that really gives us a chance to experiment a little bit and have some fun and show people we can we can do some other things. You know, we've got a orange blossom honey saison in the works. Um, we're doing a rye IPA. We'll also do some barrel aging as well. And so we've got tons of different barrel aged beers, pretty small batch stuff from gin barrel aged to Chardonnay barrel aged. They're all pale ales, so they're the beers that we make and we age them in as many different types of barrels we can get our hands on. Um, so I think those still fall under, you know, pale ales, but, um, and they're a pretty small portion of what we do. And a lot of it stays right here in the tasting room, so this is the place that you have to come to get it. Uh, and some of it we'll put out in the market in bottles. I think there's lots of great places in the U.S. that have a lot of breweries already, uh, and it's tough for another brewery to go into that market. And so we're starting to look at the U.K. and Norway and other sorts of markets and saying, all right, how do we bring American craft beer, how do we bring the Bronx Brewery there? The craziest story when we built this place out is uh, Damien dropped the tank on me. And, yeah, and so, uh, yeah, we've got a tank, he probably told you, uh, we call the Chris Crusher. We were taking them off the truck, 
and uh, it slipped a little bit and crushed me between the tank and the forklift. We did all the rigging of the tanks on our own, um, which was probably a pretty stupid idea. There's a ramp that goes off the truck, and so the weight shifted, and it pinned them up against the, the plate of the forklift, and I was staring at it you know, two feet away through the uh, windshield of the forklift. Spent the night in the hospital, nothing, uh, nothing broken, but uh, a little bit of a shock. Thought I was gonna lose my business partner for a while. So we figured the process out after that, and uh, yeah, everything's been pretty smooth setting things up. We've got a partnership with the New York Restoration Project that has a couple different facets, but the point is developing green space and restoring the immediate neighborhood that we live in. We'd like to think that we're offering a you know point of pride for people that live in this borough to have the brewery named after it. I mean, it's important to us to have a tasting room that people can come and feel comfortable trying beers. A lot of you know the people that come through here during the week are people that live and work in this neighborhood, and for a lot of them, this is the first you know, time they've ever been in a brewery, much less, you know, drink craft beer. When we started, there were four breweries in New York City, and now there's 40. So there's tons and tons of great local beer, and I think we want to be a big part of that local market. I think the Bronx is definitely undergoing some pretty significant changes. For us, we want to offer a product that people are proud to call their own. The thing I love most about beer is its ability to bring people together. This concept of meeting up with old friends or new friends and you know what you do, you always do it over a beer. And I think that's pretty unique as a product to have that ability to, to bring people together. And that does it here at the Bronx Brewery. Make sure you come down to the Bronx and check out the tap room and try some really excellent beers, especially the B-sides. And don't forget to subscribe to us on YouTube, follow us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and all those good sites. Thanks for watching. I'm Nico. I'm Tom. I'm Ian. And this is The Brewery Show. Cheers. Make sure you come down to the Bronx and try out the tap room, try out some, some good beers. Let's do that again, one more time. <laughs> and don't forget to follow us on Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, and all those <laughs> I just <remember> that. <laughs>